The following is a production from Role Playing Public Radio, slangdesign.com slash RPPR. Hi, and welcome to Game Masters, a talk and advice show for role-playing problems. While our hobby is a brilliant combination of improvisational acting and experimental story techniques, and killing stuff and exploiting the rules to benefit you. Yes, but campaigns don't always work out. Players and Game Masters need help, and so here we are. I'm the host, GM, and with me is DM. Our first caller is already waiting. Hi, I have a problem with my Game Master. Okay, so why don't you describe it? Are you playing Amber? I bet you're playing Amber. Those diceless games always cause problems. No, it's it's rifts. We're, I think we're being railroaded. So, you're not sure if it is railroading or not. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, we're a group of mercenaries in the American West looking for work. We spend three hours just driving around in our nuclear-powered go-karts. Then we come across a small town. We stop and the village mayor hires us to protect them from the bandits. So, you accepted the job in Rifts as a vast wasteland, populated with junk and poor action resolution mechanics. No, our Game Master told us we accepted the job. He wouldn't let us leave or not take it. Even the diabolic juicer was told, You feel sorry for the orphan elf youngling, so you accept the job. Now, to be fair to the Game Master, one of the hardest parts of running a game is the setup. Sometimes it may be easier to make an arbitrary decision rather than let the game meander without purpose. After that, a bunch of bandits attacked at dawn, and we killed them all since they would never retreat, and the one we captured willed himself to die, so we couldn't interrogate him. Our necromancer couldn't even compel his spirit to reveal anything. That is beginning to sound like railroading to me. Yeah, that's another weakness of the Palladium system. No morale rules at all, let alone realistic ones. You know, Advanced Squad Leader had the best morale rules I ever saw, and they would be so easy to implement that it's a crying shame. Go on, caller. We'd played three more sessions since then, and we can't do anything other than wait for the bandits to attack at dawn and talk to villagers. Even in a siege, you could lay down interlocking fields of fire, plant mines, and try to force the attackers into a bottleneck with heavy suppressive fire. We can't build metal walls because there's no materials. We can't leave the town to hunt for the bandits because we would leave the village unguarded. And if we send our invisible, intangible techno ninja with a prowl and attack of 98%, he would be too vulnerable. We can't monitor radio transmissions, even though I have every radio skill in the book. <laughs> and we can't train the villagers to defend themselves or arm them with the weapons taken from the bandits because they're pacifists. We can't set fire to the forest so we can see them coming farther because a principled adult dragon will kill us. But the dragon won't help us because he's busy. We can't even recruit mercenaries nearby because they laughed at us and told us we sucked. Every day we had to wait for the next wave of bandits, each one stronger than the last. Now we're against greater demons and 200 foot robots. Do you know how long it takes to kill a demon with 1d6 by 1000 MDC? We had to pin it and wail on it for 20 minutes of game. That's with a juicer and a greater road sword and eight attacks around. That's railroading. So it's simple. Argue with the game master on some minute point of the rules until you break him. You must break him like a dog must be housebroken. 
Debate, argue, ridicule, insult, condescend, whatever it takes until he falls apart. Once he admits defeat once, keep after him on saying setting up a proper earthworks fortification until he yields that. Repeat the process until he finally does what you want him to. That's horrible. I suppose actually talking with the Game Master to share your feelings with him and come to a suitable compromise is out of the question. Shut up, or I will explain to you again why the Ultimate Marvel line is a neoconservative plot to retcon the 616 universe into making Galactus an Iraqi terrorist. I didn't agree with you the sixth time you told me, and I won't today. Your theory is crazy. Explorating Latveria's GDP through the effects of the second Marvel DC crossover in regards to stolen mother box technology doesn't help your case, and I also find serious problems with your methodology. I find serious problems with your face. Shut up. I will destroy you. Okay, that's it. Throwdown time. Pit fight? 3.5, bitch. 32 point buy. Uh, guys, railroading help? Okay, roll initiative, boy. 17. 14. Damn. Hello? What? What are you doing? Pit fight. Uh, we each make a level 1 D&D character and then set them 20 feet apart and then fight each other to the death. How does that help me? Alright, I already told you. Talk with him. Um, f or hell, find even a reasonable compromise. <laughs> Natural 1. You suck. Blood Axe, the half-orc monk, will destroy you. But he won't listen. Then why are you playing with him? Why don't you run a game and railroad him? See how he likes it. That's it! D&D with unpassable force and a straight path from town to dungeon! There you go. And, uh... <laughs> 18 plus 3 to hit. Uh, now I'm gonna roll to confirm. Eat Falchion, baby! Tune in next time for better advice.